Thanksgiving Eve through 5.59 a.m. Thanksgiving Day is typically a dangerous time on the road. NHTSA has called it Blackout Wednesday. From 2016 to 2020, 138 drivers involved in fatal crashes on Thanksgiving Eve were alcohol impaired. Thank you for joining us for this special episode of Red, White, and Boo. And remember, please stay safe this holiday season. Hi, welcome everyone. Uh, we at the Military Mom Collective are proud to introduce you to Christine Bottom. Christine is the spouse of a retired soldier, mother of two, and proud Mimi of three. Her son, Zachary, was tragically killed in a drunk driving accident on March 1st of 2020. Zachary served our country in the Army and was the proud father of two and unaware of number three on the way at the time of his death. We are humbled to have Christine share her story and continue to be an advocate for this important message. We invite you to listen, engage, and share her story so others may never know this heartache. Christine, would you like to give us a little introduction, share about your family? Um, well, I have two children, one in heaven and one on earth. Um, Zachary was 27 uh, when he passed away um, due to a drunk driver. Um, I have a wonderful husband. Uh, we're about to celebrate our 26th wedding anniversary. We have another son named Axel, who's 25. And we have three beautiful grandbabies, uh, Ellie Grace, who's two now, Sailor Rose, that's three, and Zayden, who was nine. Uh, they're a beautiful family. I'm grateful for them. Thank you for sharing that. Um, on March 1st of 2020, your life was forever changed. Can you give us a timeline of that horrific day? Yes. My husband and I were at home. Uh, Tosh and her daughter and son were at home. And we got notified about 9 o'clock in the evening that our son was hit by a drunk driver. He was delivering pizza. Um, and a driver that was in in a traffic pursuit, he was running from police uh, from another county, and he was coming into our town as my son had a green light to turn into his place of employment, which was Domino's. And he hit my son at 130 miles an hour. Um, we didn't make it to the scene on time before he passed away. Um, but that was a very difficult day. Um, for all of us, um, it's very, it, it, it's even more difficult because he died a block away from our house. Um, when I found out, I was able to actually run to the scene. Um, I saw the truck, uh, what was left of the truck. And he had already been medevaced, um, but he did pass away in the aircraft. Um, so he was brought back to our local hospital where they tried to revive him for 45 minutes, um, but he had sustained a lot of injuries. He was ejected from the vehicle. He had a seatbelt on, but at that kind of an impact, um, the seatbelt didn't help. Uh, so he was ejected 
from the vehicle um, and passed away. And I, nor my husband or Tosh, um, got to say goodbye. Uh, we got to see him in the hospital when he had already passed. So while this was obviously the worst tragedy of your life, it isn't just this one day that was impacted. Can you tell us about the ripple effect that this event has had on your life and of those around you? Well, as a military wife of a veteran who served 20 years, um, my husband and I thought, you know, we have a 27-year-old, a 25-year-old, you're retired from the Air Force, and, and we're just going to get to just enjoy being grandparents and just, you know, living our, our life now that we've raised our children. And that day, my grandchildren lost their dad, and I lost my son. Um, so I left my full-time job. And I now care for all three um, while mom works and keeps her insurance and keeps her family taken care of. So I went from being a full-time employee to being a full-time Mimi. Um, so that has changed. Uh, being one of the primary caregivers of these three babies is a gift um, they remind me of their dad every single day. Um, they bring us a lot of joy, but a lot of heartache because um, Ellie was born and her dad wasn't there. Um, she's two now. She knows her dad, dad by pictures. Um, we talk about her dad every day. Um, she knows his picture and she calls him Dada. Sailor, our three-year-old, was six months old when her dad passed away. She remembers him. She says she misses him. She asks me all the time, when can she see her daddy? And so our tradition over here is at nap time, when I put the girls down for naps, I tell them it's time for their daddy date. And when they dream that their daddy will come and see them and play with them and, and take them places. And Sailor has told me she's dreamt daddy has taken her on an airplane ride and met her at the park with an ice cream truck. And I really feel that they do have a connection with their dad. Um, we will make sure that they always know that they have a dad that loved them and that we will love them for him for all the days of our life. Um, it's affected our family. Um, of course, it's affected me. I feel like I grew up with my son. Um, I had him uh, when I was 16. Um, I was pregnant when I was 16, so um, having a, a child that young, um, we kind of grew up together, and we had a, a really strong bond. Um, when he died, I thought his death would be the death of me. Um, I didn't know if I could survive that kind of heartache, and March of this Next year will be three years. And to me, 
and my body and my mind and my heart, it feels like yesterday. Um, the grief is still there. The pain is still there. I cry all the time. I have a lot of joy, but I also live in agony and pain that I lost my child the way that I did. Um, this affects his grandmother, his grandfather, my husband tremendously, his brother tremendously. Um, Tosh is raising three babies by herself. Um, it's impacted her. Uh, and I know it also had to have affected the other side of this, which is the boy who chose to drink and drive and run from police. Um, he also was a father. Um, he was 27 as well. My son was 27. And their heart is broken because their son made a bad choice that night. And that night changed his family and it changed our family. And it will change it for the rest of our lives with him gone. Um, I know earlier, Christine, you, um, Nikki asked you about the ripple effect for your family. And now you're sharing the ripple effect of the family, the other family. Um, were you able to get perspective on their journey and how they're going through it as well? Have you spoken with their family? Yes. Um, I've spoken with the mother. Um, she's very sorry about what happened with her son. Um, she did not want this for either of our families. Um, and if I look at it from her perspective, I would be very sad as well that my son made one bad choice and took the life of another person. And now she doesn't have a son that she can see his son or daughter can't see him because he's now in jail for a really long time. Um, so neither family wins. We both lost. We see that this is an important message for you to share with our community. What you've already kind of talked about it with your daddy dates and naps. What are other ways that you are keeping Zachary's memory alive in your day-to-day -day journey? Well, we came up with the idea of having a memorial bench placed on the Katy Trail. Uh, the Katy Trail runs very close to our home. It's very easy for us to get on and walk and just get out and get some fresh air. Zach loved the Katy Trail. He loved the solitude of walking and seeing the trees and the wildlife. And it was one of his most favorite places to be. And so all of our family and friends donated so that we could have a bench placed on the Katy Trail permanently. Um, we take the kids to the trail for birthdays, holidays, um, everything. The uh, kids have their birthday cake out there. Um, we paint rocks and we leave the rocks under the bench. 
Um, we change them out every chance we get. For Halloween, we painted uh, Halloween-themed rocks. And uh, for Christmas, we'll do snowmen. And we all enjoy doing this together. Um, the kids love painting rocks for their dad and, and going out and putting new ones under there and leaving some red berries for the, for the deer or bird seed for the birds. Um, this place has become a memorial place for us uh, where we can go and feel him. And we always see red birds. Um, you can always hear the red birds chirping and Sailor calls them her daddy birds. Um, so we always see a red bird. So he leaves us signs when we're there. Um, that's how we are able to have a place that we can go that isn't sad. It's actually beautiful. Um, it's a beautiful spot. We chose a spot with trees that were just perfect. Um, they symbolized the branches. This one specific tree had all the right branches to equal him, Tosh, and the three kids. Um, so even finding the spot was just perfect. Um, we go there and just talk about him and, and Tosh will bring the kids his birthday presents and sit them out there and then they'll run to the trail and they think they got a daddy gift from heaven. So this is something I hope that as the kids grow and have families of their own, that they will come back to the bench and remember that they can always go there and remember their dad in that special place that he loved to be. So precious. Christine, we <clears throat> feel honored to have the opportunity to speak with you. And we feel honored to have the platform for you to share your story with our community. If you could leave everyone with one final statement, what would that be? It would be that if you have a drink, even just one drink, or you take something, ask for a ride. Um, give someone else your keys. Um, just one drink is too many. Um, this would not have happened if the person that was driving that truck that day was not under the influence. And one drink could lead to tragedy. And so my ending statement would be, please don't drink and drive. Again, we want to thank Christine for her time and her vulnerability in sharing this impactful story. Um, we hope that her story has touched your heart as much as, as much as it's touched ours and that you will share with those around you this holiday season. This is a tragedy that we don't want to see repeated, especially in our at-risk community. You have the power to help those around you. Don't take that lightly. If you or someone you know is engaging at risk, in at-risk behavior, please know that there are resources available and people ready to assist in helping. 
We are working in collaboration with MAD to raise awareness in our community about how easy it is to prevent tragedies such as the one that Christine and her family experienced. These resources are going to be available in the description of this video and on our website and are so easy to find. Thank you to our partners at MAD, that's Mothers Against Drunk Driving, as well as Christine for bringing awareness and prevention techniques to our community. We're wishing you a safe and happy holiday season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to join us next week and to follow us on Instagram to continue the conversation. If you like what you've heard, kindly leave us a review and share with a friend.